Hi guys. Before we get started today, we're just gonna run through some quick shout-outs because we got we uh, appreciate you. Yeah, we do. Owen's hiding behind my surface and he's being a weirdo about it. It's adorable. It, it is kind of cute. So we're gonna cheeks. read off some of the new reviews we got on iTunes. We got four new ones in the past like twenty days, which is awesome. That's Thank that's a lot you. for us, and we appreciate it. Four. four. That's pretty. I dope. didn't know that because I was locked in a dungeon, and that's why they call me Dungeon Master. I'm the one chained to the radiator. Yep. We can't be next to each other. Nope. We actually don't leave this room in between sessions. Craig has us all locked down here now. We Send help. We smell. This is my joke. I made that joke. <laughs> well, I made that joke into a reality, so <laughs> who's the real winner? So, before we get started, we're going to read some of those awesome reviews. I actually have never noticed that the reviews have titles before. But Really? Yeah, I just never like realized it before. Well, so, from Bearded T-Rex, we have a review titled, I can't believe I never left a review. Us either. What were you waiting for? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know about you listeners, but I just hit unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> but Bearded T-Rex starts off and continues with... Oh, wait, there's a more button. Oh, okay. Can we redo this? No, it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> My apologies, fellas. How I miss doing this, I'll never know. If you enjoy listening to D&D podcasts, add this to your list. That one's not excited. It's a period. No, no excitement there. Owen is an amazing DM. Comma. His storytelling is top-notch, period. What? No exclamation points for you, man. Listen, I'll take a period. All right, cool. The casts are funny, and they make the gameplay awesome. Season one is fantastic. Season two has started off in grandiose fashion. Largest fight I've ever heard so far. That's probably very true. <laughs> uh, keep up the good work, fellas. Love the show. We Thank got another you. exclamation point there. Thank you, man. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you. So the next review we have here is from Gnarlyfinger whose title looks like three bats. I don't know how they did that. Wait. They, they, they're not hearts. They're really tiny looking. They got like jagged edges. Those no, are they're hearts, hearts, dude. They're hearts, bro. I need glasses. Yeah, you do. <laughs> All right. Gnarly Finger said, I started listening to T-I-G-H. Can I just say when I saw that, I got really happy because when they start doing your name and initials, that's how you know you made it. That's right. Is that? Right? That's it. Okay. Um, just look at how I met your mother. Right. <laughs> Him, you. And that just means we have a long title. And friends. (laughs) 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 Don't they all stand for some of those periods in between? (laughs) So I started listening to T-I-G-H because I wanted to see what playing D&D would be like. I'm pretty much a novice at tabletops, and this was a terrific introduction. I've come to be a bit attached to the characters. Shout out to Brimley. What, what? And I'm loving the storyline so far. I have been slowly listening to the podcast from the beginning, so I'll admit I'm not quite caught up, but I can hardly wait to see what happens next. Us either. Listening has actually inspired me and a few girlfriends that are going to start our own D&D campaign this winter. Thanks for the inspiration, guys. Heart. That's awesome. I just want to point out, I'm sure they're using... I'm not sure, but they're probably using the word girlfriends because this person might be a female. If not, if you're a dude, pick one, man. Pick a girlfriend. And commit to her. That's it. My message to you. That was that was very important, Owen. Yeah, it was. Gotcha. Shout out to <laughs> monogamy. <laughs> it's Alex, guys. The next review is by Kamikaze Zombie. That's awesome. Woo! Yep. That's terrifying That's at the same time. That's literally what they do all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing. Uh, wait, you said there's titles? How- is that redundant? That Kamikaze Zombie? Is that- Great podcast. Five-star review. Always looking for a good D&D podcast, and you guys are great. I've been catching up on your episodes and can't get enough. You guys have also given me plenty of ideas for DMing in my campaigns. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Kamikaze Zombie. That's pretty cool. It's sweet. Thank you. It's our pleasure. <laughs> also, I can't get over your name. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> and that the final review that we got for tonight is The Real High Wall by The Real High Wall. Um, one of my favorites. Tried a number of D&D podcasts available here, and I'd say this is one of my favorites. Great player dynamic and role-playing. Creative and informative DM. And just, for, just fun to listen to. Totally recommend giving this a listen. Sweet. Oh. Sweet. Thank, Thank you. you, the real high wall. Eight out of eight would rate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, guess what? 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 Got yeah. me. That, oh, yeah. Oh, got him. Anyway, when, uh, when Alex said this is the last review for the night, just kidding. There are a few more we have to address. Oh, really? What? Yeah. What? On, I, on, the, on the bean? On the pod bean app. Come on. 
Also, like I'm it's all bean, guys. I'm the bean. I'm, I'm the bean. bean. Oh god. <laughs> it's been a while since we played, so we have a few shout outs to um to recognize this one's from Mike B. It's from three months ago. If we did this, if we um said this one already, sorry for the redundancy, but still thank you all the same for being awesome and leaving a comment. Mike B says, This is not gonna hurt your ears. I listen to a fair few DD podcasts, and these guys are definitely worth your time. The DM story unravels well, and like any good story, grabs your interest more and more as the story progresses. The players are great and roleplay very well. Thank you. Together they're funny and very likable. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you made me feel fuzzy inside. See, see, this guy just ruined my flow. Seriously, just listen to a couple episodes and give them a chance. Thank you, Mike B. Appreciate that. That's really the opposite of what I'm trying to do. Oh, yeah. Jeremy's trying to leave. Heck, man. <laughs> now, this, these next three comments are from Austin B. 1024, which I, I respect the commitment. This is, this is pretty rad. Thank you. So, first one. Okay, I just wanted to say after finishing the Christmas episodes, I'm beginning to catch up. I listened to five D&D podcasts and a few vodcasts, and this one is great. Thank you. Between the comedy and the interaction between you guys is awesome. I died of laughter when Toko came out. Oh, my. <laughs> I even, Yo, I even named my new gnome cleric after him and stole the voice. Sorry. Hope you guys see this. Of course we are. And here we, here we go. Sorry for the delay because, you know, life gets in the way. That's awesome that somebody named a character in their campaign after one of our characters. And my they, name is Toko. <laughs> no, they used the voice, too. Know, that's that's awesome. awesome. Gnome Toko <laughs> imagine Toko. that, like, someone opens the door like, hi, is Toko here? Look down. Toko. <laughs> oh. Hope this hope it helps. You guys rock, and please don't stop making the show. You got it. Thank you. Ew. And also, another, another from Austin. I always look forward to the new episode. So full of humor and really awesome role play. I love the story and the characters. About to start rewatching the whole show again. Oh, my. That's commitment. That Wow. You know why that's commitment? He said he's going to rewatch the whole show, which means like as it's playing, he's going to just <laughs> look at the timer go across the, the screen. screen. Last comment by Austin. Yeah. Again, commitment. This is pretty rad. Wait. Oh, this is uh, the uh, this is gonna Halloween part two. This mm. is an episode specific comment. So this which, like this just is cool. came out. Yeah. All right. It's fifteen days ago. Wait. Where's the ending? The most random of cliffhangers. That's terrifying. Well played, guys. Thank you. I'm I'm a little worried now. That I didn't upload all the episodes. Oh. No, it's fine. Remember, <laughs> right. remember when I said okay, we'll add a poem at the end. It literally ends with yeah. You know what? I should have come up with a poem for the end. Yeah, you should have. Okay, no, but I know what he's I know what he's saying because like we, we wanted to get we we're all really tired and wanted to get yeah. out of here. So you, you just end we kinda just end it's like, okay, so you go back and, and bury her again. We don't even talk to Sam. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was after midnight or something when we stopped. Yeah, it was pretty late. Yeah. It was a late it was a late session. There, there's one more because we forgot the computer. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. one more review we have to address also. We got our first oh, four star review, which hey, we had a good run. That's cool. <laughs> I didn't like <laughs> All right, we can retire now. Four, like the, four star review is still good, spoken. but it's we are yeah, terrible no, no. and we're going. <laughs> yeah. It's um, just it's just humbling. I mean, four stars is good, but it's still, you know. Yeah, and we I didn't make the five mark, so we're real people just like you. Yeah, we put on our royal capes one arm at a time. I am not a person; I am a construct. I am not a robot. <laughs> You're a robot. Constructs, am I right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's start. Forgot about let's that. Let's do it. Hold on, boys' night. Boys', boys night. night! Welcome back, everybody, to This Is Gonna Hurt, a fifth edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's been a little while since we've all been at the table, wow, and uh, it's good to wow, see you guys. I think this is actually the shortest between games that we've had yeah. since we started this podcast. Yeah, when we just no, played like an hour ago. Yeah. We've, oh yeah. It was two weeks ago. That's true. It was, was it really? It was. It was two weeks ago, That's I think. Crazy. I was really it might close. be three, but I'm pretty sure it was two. We've, the definitely, snow. we've definitely played... One week to another week. I mean, it's, it's snowing. not podcast line world, though. There was that one weekend we played for 16 hours straight. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, wasn't, that, was, that was just YouTube. Yeah, that you, was just Steve You guys got to go home, and went. take yeah. showers. Yeah. Um, What's a shower? 
So before we get started, I uh, just want to make a quick shout out to uh, uh, fan Jason, who uh, reached out to us by email, and it was it was really just an awesome it was awesome hearing from you, and it was really good to hear what you had to say. Uh, thank you so much for that, man. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. Yes, thank yeah, you Jason. for real. Thank we you. appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, we appreciate you, man. And before we start, uh, we will uh, kick off with our pre-session question. And today I'm going to go with. What is your character's favorite downtime activity? Cool. So what your character does when they're not splution goblins. <laughs> is that a sense well, <laughs> censorship thing? <laughs> or that beep goblins? <laughs> Whoa! Oh, <laughs> hey Patrick, how the <laughs> are you? <laughs> yeah, so uh, to kick it off, I'm gonna bounce it over to Steve. Hi guys, this is Steven. I play the Tempest Diviner, Brimley. It's also a forest gnome. Uh, I think Brimley's downtime activities often include prayer. He is pretty religious, although it doesn't come across very much. He really connected to nature and the nature goddess while he was in the woods for 10 years. Other than that, he's probably just perusing a spell book and trying to come up with like, new cool ways to like come up with new scripts, I guess, to like hide the information in there from other prying wizards. Yeah, mm. that's Brimley. Cool, man. Well, hey, I'm Jeremy. I play Orthamar, and he's a high elf fighter, Eldritch Knight thing. Oh, and uh, Something like that. Uh, and, uh, you play D&D, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. This is, wait, what? Anyways. You uh, in D&D, bro? No, I offices we and bosses. Uh, no, uh, this is magic. Uh, so yeah, uh, I was saying his free time besides just focusing on his seething hatred towards everyone. Uh, I mean, I think it's been mentioned in the show a couple of times. He really likes to fish, but besides that, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all training, man. It's all, it's all getting hyped for the next battle and getting ready and trying to get stronger. It's pretty much, uh, what his free time is, is about. Does he like punch trees when we stop for the night? I wouldn't say that, but I mean, I you know, kind. I always imagine like he he's got to be not like air fighting, but like just like so instead of like shadow shadow fighting, rather that'd be the shadow boxing, I guess. Instead of like shadow boxing and stuff like that, he's kind of just like going through the motions of you know the last fight this happened, you know, and how can I come up with a better way of handling this situation? Oh, he's watching the tapes. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So basically, just analyzing his own steps and just making sure. Every every movement is, you know, not only fluid, but just, uh, you know, Flawless. calculated, I guess. What he hasn't got any bonuses to anything. He keeps missing attacks, though. So it's, not, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not helping, obviously. A lot of good it's doing. <laughs> yeah, right, seriously. He's probably rethink his, like, you know, hobbies. Hey, everybody. I am Owen. I'm the DM. And I figured for my turn, I'd let the four of these guys pick which... Uh, NPC they want to know the hobbies of. Oh, bet. Oh, Bob. Oh, Bob. No. Uh, I wasn't. He's so that crazy. Involved. We could do this one of two ways. Either you agree, or, or each one of you puts a different one, and I roll a d4 to see which one it is. Oh, oh that's like probably that better. One. I like that. <laughs> I'm L- saying Lilifus. Oh, Likewise, Lilifus. <laughs> I want to know what the mayor of the Riverside town <laughs> used to do, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say crying now. <laughs> like, come on. Mourning depressed. his daughter. <laughs> no, he's not actually. Um, oh. But... We'll only learn what that means if I roll three. So, so is, is Quid L- one? Lilifus will be one, Oboth will be two, the mayor of the Riverside Town will be three, <laughs> and Lilifus will also be four. One! Lilifus. Yeah. It's my number. Lilifus. So, not mine. What does Lilifus do in his spare time? Just realized Lilifus is like the Stan Lee of our podcast, you know? Just like shows up in random places. True facts. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got him. <laughs> I have Boom, absolutely. And that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Red chip, please. Thank you so much. When you and stump the this DM. is going to hurt. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Are you? Do you think, you think our theme song is the Pirates of the Caribbean theme yes. song? <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> Thanks. In I, his, I, I worked on that song for 10 minutes. In his spare. Excuse me. What? We worked on this song for 10 minutes. You came up with the backing? Yeah. Guitar chord, and then I did... Yeah, okay. So five minutes each. Let's, let's do five minutes yeah, each. Listen. All right. Actually, was, technically, those chords I came up with in college. Oh, so like that was five years For the Jake and He Swears song. 
the beginning oh. of it. That's where that's where our theme yeah. song came from. But um, so in his <laughs> so in his spare time, Lilifus writes and illustrates uh, a series of graphic novels that are known across Etrune. And, uh, yeah. Are they released under, like, a pseudonym or something? Yeah. No, yeah. No, not Lilifus. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Philly list. (laughs) (laughs) The Philly list. (laughs) I don't know. Philadelphia. The the Phillyist. It's... (laughs) With Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. So, yeah. that's his... his that's his name, Tom Hanks. That's what, <laughs> it's canon. Hanks. It's uh, canon. Uh, yep. So the author. So if you ever see a graphic novel in the world, I mean, you, your player, your characters won't know this, but you'll know this. If you ever right. see graphic novels in the world written and illustrated by Tom Hanks, um, <laughs> you know, you the players will know that that is uh, Lilifus's cool. nice. pseudonym. I will sleep Excellent. so much better at night now. <laughs> Wonderful. Hi everybody. Um, Craig. I play Windark Thesis, the dragonborn barbarian. What does he like to do in his spare time? He likes to read graphic novels by one Tom He's my favorite. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I mean, mainly he's playing his viol or just perusing through whatever texts he has. No. Just, I don't know, just random stuff. He tries to keep himself occupied. He's usually talking to himself, probably. Cool. You know, typical Windar stuff. Yeah, typical Windar stuff. Fighting himself. (laughs) Being weird. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's me again, guys. Alex. I play Korath, the uh, Goliath paladin. And uh, I guess in his spare time, when he's not, like, just pointing at random objects to see if they'll talk to him... (laughs) He's only just learning how message works. <laughs> Taking up the training wheel soon, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, No, I think this has been touched on. He, like, he has cartography tools, and he's, like, into geography. He likes mountains from, from his just upbringing. So he likes mountains and valleys and all that, all that stuff. Terrain. Terrain. I could see Korath as, like, a geologist or, like, an archaeologist. He likes breaking, like, he, 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 get, he gets a kick out of geodes. Yes. Not so much, not so much like, when the finished product of seeing, like, the, the crystalline structure on the inside, just more of the, like, smashing. The actual <laughs> act of breaking it. Like, Ooh, look shiny. <laughs> He's a geode maker. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, so, with that being said, I'm going to hand it over to the man with a not much of a plan today, apparently. No, no plan today. <laughs> Sweet. So, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I uh, have no punny welcome back paragraph for you. I'm disappointed. Listen, today uh, we're going we're gonna to kind of pick up where we left off. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, that my favorite moments are when the players really decide what's going on. And lately I've really been pondering that this, I've been kind of railroading them. And so... Today, I'm really, like, once I spit you back into the world, I'm, I'm letting you guys take the lead, and that's that's pretty much it. So, where we left you, you were in the, right by the sacred pool, in the Temple of Water. So, you're on this island, and you basically just convinced the guard <laughs> that he should go to the festival, because you were actually the guards of the sacred pool. He was not Heck yeah. super not a, bright. We were just swimming, that's all. He drew the the long straw, the longest straw, and they convinced him that that's actually the way you decide, <laughs> not the short straw. Um, and so, you know, and they, they all just like were like, yeah, but yours is the longest, even though most of them were exactly the same length. And yeah, so so he's left... And he's begun rowing a boat. There are plenty of boats that you can see in the distance. And, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's like early evening at the moment. It's, you know, 5 o'clock. It's, it's, the sun is, you know, it's, it's a warm glow in the sky. It's not daytime. It's not nighttime. Right. And we already reached out to Gallandan. You oh, did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's had so. to meet, his, meet him at the festival. At the festival. So. That means food. The f- first thing that Brumley wants to do. Talking character. You know. I'm just talking aloud. Because <laughs> he left his spell book. Oh, I see. In, You're in catching a listener yeah. up. So he left his spell book in the water plane, which is terrible, and mm-hmm. I'm so mad. Guys, do you have any paper? I need I need dry paper, like, right now. Oh, no, you have to buy a spell book. No, I know, but I want to write down the spells that I remember. Oh, I see. Well, I mean. All right. I'll give you some 
some leeway. All right, cool. All right, so. <laughs> no, none of us have dry paper right now. Uh, okay, hold on. We, gotta... we just came out of a water dimension. <laughs> we we got to go to a store. I need a spell oh, book. Oh, uh, Brimley, this is going to sound really gross, but I have this. Uh, Windar pulls out the, the piece of eel Skinny has, and he's like, all right. No, if, no, no, you're right. It's gross. No, no. But, no, hear me out. What if we dry it, right? And then you can write on it. At least I, it's something. I'll just go to his store. Fine. He puts it away. There's a town over there. We can make it work. All right. As soon as we get back to the town, I need to stop and get a spell book. That is stop number one. Fine. Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. So stop number two. Where the heck is Toko? Oh. Well, we need to we need to meet with, with Gal and Dan yeah, at maybe. the festival. We need to meet with Gal and Dan at the festival, and we could pot- potentially... Combine our efforts to see what we can find. Yep. Okay. Good idea. And also, um, it's been a while since we had anything to eat, even though we were in like a, um, a you know, the hotel. But this is true. It, I'm looking to get some carnival food or like festival food, because why not? You know what? We're here. Let's do it. Nice. Okay. That sounds good. We need to find a boat. You find one. <laughs> oh, look, a boat. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so is the festival on the island where the temple is, or is the festival in Stromals? It's in Stromals. Okay. Yeah. Okay, We're cool. like in the middle of nowhere on Lake Briasana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. A couple miles off. All right. Yeah, so I guess we start rowing. Cool. Row back to town. You <laughs> row the appropriate amount of time to go the amount of distance that it is from the island to the shore. I like that. Anything you guys want to talk about while you're in the boat or game, um, game pretty plan. much covered it? Yeah, no, like. game plan for, I guess we want to. Because you got time. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm sure Galandan probably knows a little bit more about about the guy with, with the horns. Um, but where do you guys think Toko is? Um, well, he's probably back where the where he was taken originally. But where we don't know where that was. Maybe, maybe the desert. Oh, oh! Remember where? Remember where that dragon came up from? Um, and like that huge uh, quicksand vortex. But you like, looked in the desert for months. Yeah, but like, I didn't go near the hole. I didn't look I, there. <laughs> like, I, I think it's more likely it's somewhere around here. We've seen so many of those bad guys, and like he was just here, just waiting. Like I feel like they must be taking him somewhere here. Unless we're being tracked. We need to talk with Gal and Dan. We don't have enough information. You're also, probably right. Also, um, Brimley, do you think at some point, I mean, do you think at some point you'll be able to, like, um, transport to different planes? Like, you'll learn a spell to do that? I don't, I don't know what's out there, man. Oh, I know right. I know people do that, but I don't, I don't know how. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm a little touchy when people just like assume that all I, wizards just know all the same spells. No, I'm like... That, that's I'm, offensive. I'm, I'm just asking if... <laughs> that's magist. <laughs> it is. Wizardist? I'm sorry. I'm just wondering if like, if you know that there's a spell that exists <laughs> like that and if you can learn it. It's, it's, it's possible. It's mag- magicistic. 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 I don't know. Magist. Majesty? <laughs> anyway. Go, row, yeah. row, we <laughs> <laughs> right, I guess we reached the shore after that. You do. What do you well, think about this? As you're approaching the shore, you see that, like... There's an angry mob. <laughs> no, huge dragon, no. Um, so, you know, just Another to remind troll. you of what the harbor, you know, district of Stromals looks like, I mean... It's on fire. I remember. <laughs> you know, that was that was all done. I mean, so there's you know, there's docks and stuff like that and and along the edge of the water mm-hmm. is kind of like a plaza, you know, it's it's not just a road near the edge of the water. There's like it's like a big amount of, you know, cobblestoned, you know, and, and it's basically the whole thing has been converted into sorry, I can't stop burping. <laughs> the whole thing has been converted into this festival. You would remember because you've been in a troon long enough, and you might even know some of the traditions, even if you hadn't been around there, that this festival is the Feast of the Monarch, which is celebrates, it's, it's New Year's basically, so it's day one of the new calendar. It's a celebration of the day that the monarch and his friends unified a troon. So it's kind of like the 4th of July 
and New Year's combined into one. Cool. Really big deal. So and they celebrate a lich. What? <laughs> Except they celebrate a lich. Well, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it's really cool. So there's like, there's like ropes, you know, with like, you know, very colorful lanterns. It's very colorful. The smells that you're getting is very like meaty and spicy smells in the air. Mm-hmm. You hear music. There's a lot of strings going. You see people just all over the place playing mandolins and lutes and violins Castanets, right? Yes. These are called castanets. You see people like castanets and maracas, and it's like very like, and it's and it's just this party. Like people are drunk. There's not a lot of kids around. Probably like that time of the night where kids are like going home, and it's the adults are hanging out. Because all kids die in turn. Yeah, I was gonna. Actually, I was gonna. I was gonna say like, oh, the feast of the monarch is when they sacrifice all the children. <laughs> That's why <laughs> there's no, no kids. kids right? <laughs> is Keck anywhere to be found? I, yeah, probably. Oh, okay. he, he, you know, he's not just like that. You know, you don't see. He's not okay. conveniently the first person you see. <laughs> right, I don't know. Unfortunately, like, like in, in our he's probably around somewhere. Like, how many people are at this festival? So many. The whole town. Okay. Yeah, like well, like all of it. It's, it's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those where like as you're trying to move through, you gotta like kind of like turn on your side to squeeze mm. past people. Oh, yeah. okay. Like a concert, like yeah. mm-hmm. that number of people and everyone's drinking like, and Times people- Square New Year's Eve. Yeah, oh, okay. essentially. Everyone, not not that much. Not that much. <laughs> everyone's wearing diapers? Yeah, people like on New Year's Eve at Times Square. Ew. They you can't diapers. go use the bathroom anywhere. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's they, don't let you back. they don't let you back out once you leave. Yep. That's horrible. I didn't um, need to know that. Now you do. So, yeah, just in case you ever wanted so, to go. Now Listeners, now New York is terrible for multiple reasons. <laughs> cool. So, lots of people at the festival. Do we see Gallandan anywhere? No. Did. He didn't give us like directions to a specific he just said spot, him. right? All right, I guess. Um, do we want to split up and try to find him? Do we have a way to contact each other if we can't? We don't. We don't have like our. We need a set of sending stones. Yeah. I have an idea. Oh, at, well, oh. I have an idea. <laughs> and Korath summons Trevor. Okay. Okay, Trevor's here. As a seahorse. Tre- <laughs> yeah, flopping <laughs> on the ground. What did you do that for? <laughs> Damn you, sir. <laughs> so what? How are we splitting this up? Who's going with who? Well, I want to get food. So if anyone wants to come with me. I'm in. Cool. Okay. Do each of you have money on you? Oh, yeah. That's not I have in money. the portable hole? Yeah. Have you been keeping track of like what's on you versus what's in the hole? I just assume I have half of my Who's money on me. Who's keeping track of what's in the hole? I have an Excel file somewhere. I also have it here. Yeah. Sure. Ours reflect each other's, so it matches up. Um, yeah, I, I just assume I always have half of my money, like actually on me in person, half in the hole. Trevor. Windar keeps his stuff on him now. Stay with Shortstack and the Lizard Man. Shortstack? Did you say that out loud? No, that was in my head. Oh, that okay. was in my head. Okay. Okay, he says, in your head. So, when I need them to come back to this location, you're going to bite the little guy on the ass. <laughs> Do I have to, sir? How should he inform you? I'm saying this now, actually, to Brimley. Understood. How should he inform you when we need to come back here? Well, he can just, like, nudge me in the right direction. Like, if he's just a horse walking around with us and he just starts nudging me, I'll be like, okay. Windar's petting Trevor. I take it he's a horse, right? Okay, just kind of like nudge him with your head. Yeah. Understood. Sounds good. And if they need us to meet somewhere, you like mentally tell me. So we have to, we're, as long as we're like within a mile of each other. Cool. Okay. Do, <laughs> do, does Korath like tell Brimley what's going on between you and Trevor or? He's going to, so he's going to nudge. Oh, Brimley. Mm-hmm. When you, if you find out where, like, if you need to go somewhere and meet us, you can just tell Trevor in common, and then he'll relay the information to me. Okay, so really quick, Brimley's going to cast Minor Illusion, which lets him create a sound. Yeah, so I can make a sound, and I'm just going to make a voice, like a really deep voice, shout, Galadon, we're in the square! Okay. <clears throat> um, Windor, so that, that echoes out over the square. Windar face palms. Why, why, why would you do that? Why would you do that? It's a not bunch, my voice. Right, but 
You've just how did, alerted how do you the know guard. It's him? You just alerted. <laughs> how do you know it's him? That's true. You don't know it's me. That wasn't my voice. Does it have a somatic or verbal component? You're going to say that the, the loudest thing... Oh, did he place it somewhere? Can he place the sound yeah. somewhere? Okay. Material is a bit of fleece. But I would just like... Just so there's no verbal or, some, right. or somatic component. So literally just a voice. Who said that? Let's go to the square. <laughs> I, th- I think we're in the square. Who else is looking for Gallon Dan? I don't know Gallon Dan's life. No. Wait, so what? <laughs> Do we know? Wait, what was that? Who said that? That was a loud voice. That's because that was me. That's... Wait, you did that? Yeah, but I made the voice like over there and like from everywhere and it's like a different voice. So Why? we'll see who comes what? into the square. Be also, be just for the record, the when this word, when this yeah. the voice happens, everybody just kind of like looks around and then they just continue to party. Okay, cool. That's weird. So people just like moved on. That's like, what you right see away. at least. Right. Okay. Probably would like move to like the edge of the square and like kind of stay like. You're at the edge of the square. Oh, okay. So then we would just chill there and like see if anybody comes in and out of looking around. He just saw nose. <laughs> Gallon Dan's name. Okay. If he heard that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, as window, Brimley, like, you're an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> What'd you do that for? For being an idiot. Okay. <laughs> as Windar is walking through the square looking for something to eat that's from the Amanda show Joey Pajamas slapping his assistant gotcha was it Drake and Josh though I think that so did the thing no it was Amanda and uh, no, no, no the um, like, Drake was, was Joey, Pajamas. Joey Pajamas yeah I think. and Josh was his assistant I think, I think like so. his right hand man probably because in my head it was no, it was, it it was, was Amanda and Drake. and Drake really I don't remember I don't oh, think no, so. No, 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 no. I can't I'm, thinking, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of the hillbilly uh, one. I'm gonna slap you in the head of the head. <laughs> yeah. That's what are you talking about, Joe? <laughs> no, I honestly good. do not remember any of this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> dancing lobsters. Missing out. I remember dancing lobsters. Dancing lobsters. So oh, God. they actually have oh, that website. Um, as as we're going through, Windar's on on alert because of Brimley's yelling. He wants okay. to make. He wants to like if anything out of the ordinary starts happening, he wants to be aware. Cool. Are there any stores in the square? Are there any stores that have like a spell book? And it says no. no shouting. Okay. So most of the little shops yeah. are selling very like touristy things. Oh, uh, okay. Because this is the kind of festival where so so for every major city in a trude, there are three main towns that kind of pump manufactured goods into it. And for every town, there's like three or so villages that kind of pump raw goods into it and so on and so forth. And so this is kind of like one of those things where like people from the villages and the little hamlets even right. kind of travel all to come to Stromals cool, cool, to cool. kind of participate in this. So there are a lot of like I heart Stromals shirts and things like that and like yeah, yeah. very like touristy things that like, you know, the, the, the royal family like crests on like a mug, mm-hmm. you know, and things like – not the royal family, like the um, – Like the, the – the, the, the town insignia. No, not the duke. The count of Stromals. Yes. His, uh, it's which I is blue count, count with coat of arms and then Stromals. blue with ten white ships, you know. So they have that on like mugs and shirts and stuff. Cool. And there's nothing of like official, you know, obviously. Right. But and so that was most of the shops. I mean, you do know that Lilifus's seaside shack is like somewhere along because that's where you, you know, right. got the boat from. Piloted by guy. Did we on our way back? Did we Who's see, dead? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On our way back, did we see how close that was to like where we are? Because we were just, like, coming up onto the shore. You seem like you're in, like, a vaguely the same spot. Okay. Ish. Cool. I might run down to the shore and see if I see the shop down there real quick. You breaking away from the other three? Yeah, just just for a moment. Okay. You see it. All right, I'm going to step in there. Okay. The horse follows. <laughs> when Dar looks for uh Doesn't go bodega. in, though. When Brimley starts walking away... Trevor, like, keep, just keeps, like, looking back and forth between Windar and Brimley because he was kind of told to, like, <laughs> right. stay with you. And he just, but he follows Brimley because he broke away. Windar, cool. Windar looks and goes, whoop, whoop, and starts following. Oh, okay. Oh. He, like, trots up to Trevor. No more problems. The silhouette of this is a gnome, <laughs> a horse, <laughs> and then a, a dragonborn. Cool. Are there any, like, bodegas nearby, like, where, bodegas. like, the shop bodegas. that Brimley goes into? Yeah. Mm, no. So, Lilith's seaside shop is kind of, like, 
just away from the festival. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, you going to Lilifus? Every yeah. other okay. window for like real shops, because again, it's like little stands that have been set up for the festival. All real shops that you pass, the windows are like they're shut, you know, shut, and you know the lights are off and things yeah. like that. Everybody cool. in the city is at the festival, but the lights of Lilifus's seaside shop are on. Okay, Brimley would walk right up to it and try the door. Okay. Um, um, As that happens, Lord Lamar, should we post up at opposite sides of the of the square? Post this is the second up. time Koref has used the phrase "post up." Today, no, in the past two sessions. Session. Oh, really? This, this is funny. Puts it up in the uh, in the in the in and route. Yeah. Oh, I'll take a higher approach. Okay, I'll stay low. Um, if you need to do that thing, you do the. The pointy I, thing. I, I got it. I okay. Got it. <laughs> I, I I should be easy to find. I'm like, I got a I got a good foot and a half on most you're, people. You're you stick out like a blue thumb. That that's very fitting, because I, yeah, I have yeah, blue. Okay. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, buddy. Winder. As we're going through like um and Windows following Brimbley, he points to Brimbley to use message <clears throat> and says, um uh, wherever you're going. Uh, meet, meet, like, uh, meet by, are there any, like, landmarks ne- nearby, like we're passing, like something significant? There's a ship with red sails that you're walking by. All right, check it out. Um, <laughs> 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 this is the best message ever. <laughs> well, I'm pointing at the TV screen because it, like, yeah. went to no signal. Oh. Brimley, um, wherever you're check going, I'm going to, I'm going to get something to eat. Um, uh, actually, no, screw it. And he just, like, keeps following. <laughs> he just stops the message and catches up to Brimley. Is there food, uh, like, in the, in, the, in the main square where everyone's, like, partying? Yes. There are uh, food stands. It's a lot of um, spicy seafoods. Uh, you see a lot of rice. You see a lot of vegetables. And a lot of pork. Those are, like, the main things. Everything has a spice to it. Okay. Back to him for a minute. Yeah. I want to do two things. Uh-huh. Actually, before I get to the store, is there anywhere I can get, like, just, like, a shish kebab or something on the way? Like, anybody just selling something like that? Just, like, typical festival food. Yeah. All right, cool. I would stop at one of those stands on the way. That's fine. So I would go grab that. And then to reply to Craig's message, I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to Lilifis's. It'll it'll be real quick. He's next to you by the time you finish the message. Cool. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. I realized how dumb that was. So with pork in hand, then Brimley would head into Lilifis's shop. Cool. Where'd you get that? You hear a little bell go, Where, you and you see Lilifus's shop, exactly as I have described it in the past. Cool. And a uh, a door. He's actually not in there. Okay. You don't see him. And a little the door in the back opens so up, and and he walks in. Yeah, to his bedroom. Cool, cool. And Lilifus, you know, little guy walks in. Yeah. Hi, hi, Lilifus. Oh, how you know my name? I, I, I. I've heard about your stores. Oh, wait, I met you like, like yesterday. Yeah. So listen, I got good news and bad news. The good news is there's a party going on outside, and I brought you a treat. Oh. He's gonna like hand over the pork. What's this? It's this food. Oh, wow. snack. I haven't been outside this store in forty years. I, know, I thought you would like a treat. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then and Thanks, then little no man. So, um, I know. When he eats it, it's forty years old. <laughs> so I know that guy. You 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 helped us out with guy yesterday to, to yeah. get us the boat somewhere. Yeah. Um, it it looks like somebody might have might have hurt guy. We can't find his boat anywhere. What? We, Are you serious? Yeah. I don't remember what Lilith's voice sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, wait, but who was I talking to? What do you mean? Oh, back there. Oh, and the no. door in the back opens. Oh no! <laughs> and guy. I don't know what the horrors for the face of horrors for. It's weird. weird. <clears throat> and guy comes out of the back. It's probably your eyes. I'm not in the store right I now. Gu- G- guy. And he gives you a thumbs up because he doesn't talk. If you what? remember correctly. Oh, no. What happened? Didn't weren't you watching somebody in the boat? No. Someone should describe what I'm doing. Oh, you oh, are he's shaking his head. Hey, hey. I am the DM now. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Tom Hanks. There you go. Owen <laughs> um, is shaking his yeah. head no. Cool. Um, okay. I'm, 
I'm going to get back to you in a second. Is that okay? Oh. Yeah. So, Lilithus, can I just get... Do you oh. have... Like, no, I was getting back to the guy back. in a second. Yeah. Oh, I see. He, he nods. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, Lilithus, do you have, like, two blank spell books that I could buy off of you? Um, I don't know. Let me see. What are y'all going on in the back? Cool. And he goes in the back. Cool. Um, so, guy... We we left a friend with you, and he said that that you you know you ran into some troubles. So everything's cool. He's shaking his head. Do you remember driving us to the island in the boat? Owen is nodding. I'm very confused, guy. Owen is nodding. Do you know what happened to our friend? Do you know what happened to our seahorse? Did you see a seahorse? Owen shook his head three times in (laughs) a row. Thrice. Burnley's going to stop with the questions at that point and contemplate so mm. he can bring this information back to the other guys and work on it then. Okay. Cool. Lilifus comes out from the back. Uh-huh. He has two books in his hands, actually. He had two of them. How, just so you're curious, yeah. how thick, like if you were to describe your spell book, because you've never really done it. Yeah. Like how did it look? Just so as- the one before was probably the thickness of like... An agenda or something like that. Okay. Because um, it was very much like a starter spell book. Like, it was a So, not book. a little teeny notebook, but not a textbook. Right. Yeah. It's like somewhere kind of between like regular paperback size ish, maybe like a little bit larger in like size, but not as thick. But it was like the spell book that he got when he went to school. Gotcha. And he's just been using that ever since. What did it like look like? Very, it was like spiral bound. Spiral bound? Yeah. You had a spiral bound spell book the spiral whole bound time, with like leather strips, and we've never. Oh, 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 okay. So not like a metal spiral. No, no, no. Like, like there's leather, holes in it, yeah. and then there were leather, like leather strips loops. going through, like the whole okay. thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then just like a plain like leather kind of like cover, but with like black. some sort of like thin wood that like the leather's wrapped around. Like, I see. Give brown the, or the like covers. black. Oh, uh, like like a light brown, like okay. a very watered down milk, gotcha. very milk down coffee. That's the only color I can think of. So cool. yeah. But I, I was looking for like larger spellbooks. Something now, bigger. Yeah, he's starting to like learn more. Yeah. Okay, so he's got. So like I said, he's got two spellbooks in his hand. Cool. The first is is more textbook sized. Okay. It has just kind of like a gray, kind of cover to it. You can't like tell just by looking, like what it's made out of. The other spellbook he has, it's about, I don't know, like agenda sized, and it's made of kind of like a light brown leather, and it has kind of this like spiral leather. Uh, holding it together. So kind of like my original one? Kind of like your original one. Okay. Are they totally blank, or is there anything in them? Well, already? so he just kind of puts them on the counter for oh, you. okay. Can I, like, flip through them just to, like, get an idea? Which of, one like, do you want to flip through? I want to flip through the gray one. The gray one is completely blank. Okay. And I'll start flipping through the light brown one. It has spells in it. it does. Already. Like, how many? Well, Steve, how many spells did you literally <laughs> have in his book originally? <laughs> like, total? Yeah. Do you actually want me to count? <laughs> no, but it has that many. Oh. Yeah. Like the same spells? As Brimley flips through the book, he notices, wow, there's a lot of similarities between my old spell book Does he and start- this one. And, and, and what, was that? what was that little defect that he had in magic school? He had like put that little defect into the book, and he's like, dang, I can't believe that happened. Well, the first time he classed Firebolt, he put like a hole in the back cover. Yeah, so, that, so then you, he looks in the back cover, and there's like a little hole burnt into the wow. back cover. Does he like recognize his handwriting? He, and he's like, oh my goodness, whoever had this spell book before me has like the same handwriting as me. That's crazy. crazy. I have a spell book twin. <laughs> I got to meet this other wizard. Wow. And that's what he His sees. He sees this blank one. Okay. And he sees this one that looks uncannily cool. like his original spellbook. So he's going to play it real straight-faced. Mm-hmm. But it's probably not actually very straight-faced because, you know, he's bad with people. <laughs> so he's going to be like, uh, I'll, I'll take both of these. But is there any discount I can get? Because this one's already written in and it's kind of burned in the back. Windar walks in. <laughs> Good timing. Windar sees Guy. There we go. <laughs> I was waiting for that. See, spot, run. Hey, Brindley, did you... F- what? Guy? I asked him some questions. He either doesn't remember or it didn't happen. I'm not sure which. I didn't want to press it. Well, good to see you. Good to see you. All right. And he looks over at Lilifus and asks, Um, hey, uh, Lilifus, do you happen to have any, uh, any footwear here? My uh, feet are getting, my feet are getting kind of cold, and I need I something to put my feet in. 
Uh, yeah. Do you have anything that could maybe like make me run a little faster or something like that? Anything no, like I don't little... think so. No? All right. No. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Price I could check in the back, but I don't think so. All right. Spe- How much are you? Especially yeah. nothing lava proof. <laughs> what? Um, what? <laughs> um, he says, uh, this blank one is going to be like 50 gold pieces. Because that's how much I've been told. The nice one? The, spe- the empty one. The empty one? Okay, <clears throat> that's cool. How much I've been told. It comes with inks. Oh. So you can write a little very, bit in it. Very cool, very cool. Um, and this one, I, I was in the back. Yeah. And I was like going deeper than I've ever gone before. <laughs> oh, in man. the back. Shelves and shelves deep. And I was like looking around yeah. and I saw this one back there. And I think it's really old. Okay. And really ancient. So <laughs> I'm thinking like 10,000 gold pieces. That's Because it seems like a really magic guy made it. And I think I could make a good profit. Wow. Or, That's a lot you know, some guy just scribbled in a notebook. And I'm going to have to tear all those pages out anyway and just use some blank ones. Wait, what, what spell is it open to? Um... Like what I have up and like, mm-hmm. well, I have two. So on on the left page, it would mm-hmm. probably be Ray of Sickness. And then on the right page, it would be Glyph of Warding. But they are written in my script. So right. you wouldn't know that just looking at it. Well, I, I mean. Maybe most people wouldn't. Right. But, but he says. <laughs> he says, you think I don't know that's a Glyph of Warding spell? And that's the other one? That's another one. <laughs> <laughs> that's another when, one. When that steps in, all right, wait, 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 Lilith, Lilithus, you don't even know what that is. Then how would you know the worth of it? Oh, He's, it's a sickness spell. And he, I don't know if it's ray or orb. When, it's one of them. Windar oh is going to. You think you can elude me? He's going to try and persuade Lilithus to you know talk him down a little bit before he even does that. Um, Brimley would try to appeal to Lilithus and be like, Lilithus, I, I gotta be honest with you. This is my spell book. Oh. I don't know how it got here. I left it in a, in a different plane of existence. And, but That's this weird. is. How did I it know. get in my shop then? I don't know. But I can write like a whole spell. Like, I know Glyph of Warding by heart. I can write it down and you can see that it's written the exact same way. Wait, so this is your spell book? That's my spell book. That you left somewhere else? I. We, it was a, a dimension inside a but dimension. But somehow it ended up in my back room? Yeah, I don't know. Then you must be ready to pay that money to get it back. Burn! He looks over at Guy, and Guy doesn't move or say anything. And then Lilithus looks back and he says, I think Guy's right. I think it should be 10000 and one go pieces. Adventuring doesn't pay that well. You should open the shop. You pay his window. <laughs> Lilithus, be reasonable. Why? <laughs> okay. Lilithus, yeah. do you have an other blank spell book? Yeah, there's one right here. There's oh, like 50 gopies. Yeah, do you have like a second one of those? Well, I need two. I want to back up. <sighs> okay, I'm going to back again. <laughs> I thought two would be good. <laughs> Okay, I really he, want to steal it. He goes in the back. <laughs> Windar, I can't steal from Lilithus. Window looks at Guy. And he, I, I want to roll a perception check. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. Make fun of me. Oh, jeez. Does that one counter now? Count roll it again. Probably right. don't roll on your tablet. For sake of the tablet. I know. Uh, and it was a good one, too. Wow. I just should have kept the other one. Uh, Ten. Okay, what are you trying to say? On, perception. Oh no, he's not oh, saying it was perception anything. Check. Yeah, he's just looking. He's just looking at guy. Like, looks fine. Seems the same as when you first met him. Fair enough. No distinguishing slash marks to be seen. I wonder if he's like a homunculus or something that little fish just keeps bringing back to life. Ew. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Made a little of his poop. <laughs> and other bodily fluids. <laughs> He's actually Blurf the Brown. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Oh. Yes, all right. So did he... What did he... Just no, no oh, slash marks or anything. No. Cool. Lilithus comes back. Cool. Before uh, before he comes back... No, nah, I can't do it. No more. Go ahead. Lilithus comes back, and he's carrying a, a third spell book. Okay, <laughs> what's that one look like? It's really tiny. All right, I'll take it. I'll, okay. take, I'll take that one and the gray one. Well, how much is that one? Eight fifty gold pieces. All right, here's a hundred. 
My voice dropped. Went through puberty <laughs> at 87. <laughs> I know how that feels. <laughs> no. He takes the money. He looks at one. He bites it. And he goes, oh, I like the money. He's a cool guy. And he puts it in like a drawer. Pleasure doing business with you, gentlemen. All right. So Brimley's going to take both of them. And he's going to immediately start scratching down all the spells he can remember off the mm-hmm. top of his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, had- no. You got to pay for the ink. He said the ink came with the gray one. It comes with some. How much ink does it take to write down those spells? Each ink. So how many ink bottles did Mm. he give me? Mm. 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 Hey, Owen. Do you know if Korath and Lorthmar see anything while they're kind of just... Hold on. I'm going to answer this question and give Steve some time to think. Yeah. He ha- um, so you ask him about inks? Yes. He goes, oh, yeah, I got special wizard inks. I got, I got a lot. It's like for every dose, it's like 50 gold pieces. So a dose would be like a spell level. So if you're going to tr- transcribe a level one spell, right. it'll cost 50 gold pieces. A level two spell will cost 100. Wow. Okay. I got some math to do. Mm-hmm. I meant to do the math on your spells and see... How much it would be? That might be cost prohibitive. But it may wow. be it may be more than <laughs> Wow. <laughs> probably not <laughs> to, to buy the actual book. So anyway, Korat's walking around on the ground. Yeah. Um through the ground. Getting food. No, I'm not I'm not in that form right now. And you know, he's just kind of moving around. Some people are even wearing masks and things like that. And it's like very festively. Is there anyone with antlers? No, not that you see. You do see, however, mm. a woman with orangish red skin and bright yellowish orange hair that almost seems to glow as if it were on fire. Right. And she's wearing a mask that looks like a stereotypical raindrop over her face. Thank you for listening to This Is Gonna Hurt. While you're waiting for the next episode, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where our usernames are Gonna Hurt D&D, or check us out on our website, thisisgonnahurtdnd.com. Feel free to email us any comments or questions at thisisgonnahurtinfo at gmail.com.